Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. y'all this morning, whether you're here in person or watching online, I want to go ahead and invite you to stand to your feet and let's worship God big this morning.
song, isn't it, man? If you don't know what we're about around here, if you're new to the faith, man, just listen to that on repeat this week. It's just, man, was that good or what? Let's give God some praise this morning, man. He did it all for us, man. If you're not fired up after that one, check your pulse. Come on. Man, 
That's so good. Well, hey, speaking of good, man, y'all are looking good this morning. You're sounding good, and it is just good to be in this room with you. So before you get seated, let's talk about our special friends watching online. We got some awesome people that are joining us online, trying to get a feel for what's going on here in the room this morning. So before you sit, will you just give up a big shout of welcome? Say, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. If you're online, throw up some likes and some hearts. And then uh, those of you in the room, just go ahead and be seated. Go ahead and be seated. Man, well, once again, we're just honored to have you here this morning, especially those of you that are brand new. This might be your first time in our church, might be your first time in church in a long time or maybe ever. So I just want to extend a huge welcome from us at Real Life to you, whether that's here in the room or at home. And if you are new, get those phones out. Now's a great time. Text RLNEW to 97000. We just want to reach out to you this week. A member from our connection team sends you a quick message, a quick hello. We just want to make you feel welcome. We want real life to feel like home. So I promise they're not going to hassle you. They're not going to text at weird times or anything like that, right? We just want to get to know you and just reach out. And hey, if you're in the room today and you're brand new, please don't leave without stopping by our new here booth. We just have a small gift just to thank you so much for being here in the house today. Well, here at Real Life Church, guys, we have a mission. It's pretty simple, but it's pretty powerful, too. We, want, we exist to see people far from God discover their real life and purpose in Jesus. And another way we like to say that around here is we, we like to think of ourselves as a church for the unchurched. Now, if you were here last Sunday, man, we had such a great time. We baptized 15 people. Will you give it up for those 15 and their families and Man, that was just so incredible. And, and I was thinking about this this morning, you know, every one of those 15 people, and dare I say, every one of us in this room at one point were unchurched, right? At one point, someone invited us. Now you might be thinking, Drew, you know, I've been going to church since I was a kid. Well, from the day you were born till the day your mama brought you, right? You were unchurched. So we'll, we'll include you in that, right? But you were unchurched. And so someone got you here. And so I want you to think about that this week. When you're thinking about friends, thinking about family, someone that could use a blessing, could use some encouragement and hey, they need to meet Jesus, right? So let's think about that this week. And, and if that's you, we're just so honored you're here. We just want church to be a place that you can come and be yourself. So we just hope you feel so welcome today. Well, speaking of that, I know we got some people in this house that have been coming for a while and you're part of the family and we love that, but you're thinking, man, how do I take that next step? Now, I'm sure I say this every time I'm up here that th that week's current next step is like the best one, right? Well, guys, this week's next step is the granddaddy of them all, right? This is where we end up at, dream team, dream team. So the dream team are just, man, there's people who are on fire for God. The dream team, we're not volunteers, right? We're not people who are checking off a box each week. Man, the dream team is people who are fired up for God, fired up for what we're doing at Real Life, making just a huge difference in Belton, Raymore, and beyond. So if you're sitting there thinking, man, Drew, how do I get in on that? Today is a great time to start, even if it's your first one. Today is a great time to start. So after our second gathering, think about noon, give or take, you get to meet with Sean and Diane themselves in the flesh. It's going to be awesome. And they're going to just talk you through that process about what it takes to be a mover and shaker right here at Real Life Church. You don't want to miss out. That's after our second gathering. I know they would love to see you there. Well, you know what, guys? This year, uh, who here knows that 2020 has been kind of a toxic year, right? 
kind of waking up every morning like, man, what's going to happen wrong today? What's going on? And, and really it boils down to our thoughts, right? So today we're going to think about what we think about. And Sean's going to start an awesome, awesome series called Get Out of Your Head. So will you give it up for Pastor Sean? And he's going to teach us something real good today. Pastor Sean Peacher, here we go. That's work, man. Hey, wasn't last week amazing? Absolutely incredible. I mean, for our third birthday, I can't think of a better way to celebrate than seeing 15 people go public with their faith. And uh, man, all throughout the week, we were just scratching our heads like, who was new last week? There were so many new people. And so if you came back la this week and you were new last week, come on, give it up for everybody who's back this week. We love you guys. Thank you for coming being part of this, just expecting God to do something incredible. Uh, not only did 15 people get baptized, something really cool happened behind the scenes this week. And as a result of those people getting baptized, there was three more people who reached out to me on the phone or whatever and said, hey, my husband wants to get baptized. Hey, my daughter wants to get baptized. People around my life that saw this that want to get baptized. And I can't help to think that maybe somebody in this room today, maybe that's you still. Maybe last week you were hearing me watched online. Maybe you don't know a clue I'm talking about. But God may just put in your heart and say, you know what, I need to take a public step with Jesus. If you've never done it, I want to encourage you. Now's the time to get signed up. We typically baptize on our birthdays, but uh, I'm telling you, uh, we're looking at baptizing in January, and uh, we want you guys to get every opportunity to follow Jesus. And so if that's you, if you've not been baptized, but you know Jesus, man, I encourage you to get signed up. I know you're like, man, that's, that's far. No, dude, if God put on your heart, you might be sitting there going, man, I wish I just had the faith to do that. Well, take that step. I believe God has put it on your heart to do it. So I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do. We're launching a new, new, new series today. Man, get out of your head. Man, 2020 has been crazy, hasn't it? No, this is it's one of those years, right? I mean, just, I don't know about you, but when, when things were shutting down, I was at Disney World, all right? So I was like prime candidate for COVID. And um, I got back to Kansas City. We're planning out Easter. It's going smooth. My buddy calls me up another church in town. He goes, I'm thinking about shutting down on Sunday. I'm like, what? Are you, what is, you crazy? Did I miss something? There's like an anti-church movement happening right now. He's like, dude, COVID. I'm like, COVID. What's this COVID thing we're talking about, you know? And uh, of course, we shut down that week. And if I'm real honest with you, man, my heart was like, are we going to survive, Right? Like, as a church, like, unprecedented, never been online only, ever. Like, so in my heart, I'm wondering, are we going to make it? And today, I'm just going to encourage you, like, to slow down and think about what you think about. Like, what's in your heart? Like, are you excited about the direction that your thoughts are taking you? Like, are you excited about what you are thinking about in the morning when you get up? Like, some of you guys get up and you're like, man, this is the day the Lord has made, amen? You're ready to go. God has put me on a purpose. And for most of us, we wake up and we're, like, full of anxiety and fear. And all of a sudden, we remember, like, oh, I got that big project. And, man, I hope my job is going to last. I hope I can find a job. And sometimes in this season, we wonder, like, are we enough? And I can be honest with you, be real with you. I know if you, some of you guys in leave day and go, that pastor needs some counseling, right? And if you offer free counseling, I will take it because I'm not ashamed to get some help. Come on, somebody. No shame in getting some help. Uh, but you might leave and go, man, that pastor is crazy. But, you know, it's easy as a pastor, right, to come up here for 30 minutes and um, hopefully just 30, right? And, um, and just be faith-filled, just full of God, you know. And then there's this problem. There's like these three days before. Come on. And there's those three days after the message that you just struggle in your head. I remember thinking in that season, like, am I good enough? Like, are we going to make it in this season? And for so much, man, I don't think my best is enough. Like, is the, is the message going to be enough? Like, am I a good enough leader to lead us through this crazy 
season. I, mean, I wasn't planning on being online. My first video, by the way, it didn't, it didn't make the cut. You can't find that one week I was on my phone. Come on, somebody in my basement, right? Like people looked at it like, dude, that was terrible. I'm like, yeah, it was kind of bad, wasn't it? Um, but we've come a long way and God has seen us through. We've proven that we can go online. But I'm telling you, in this season of 2020, there might be some toxic thoughts of crept into our lives. And so today we're going to think about what we think about. And this is something that uh, Paul did in the Bible. And it's so powerful to think about your own thought process because I believe it's the beginning of actually tearing down maybe a stronghold that's in this season. So Paul says, check it out, Romans 7, 15. He says this, I do not understand what I do. Like what is going on? Like I'm in my head for what I want to do, I do not do. Come on, you've been there. But what I hate, I do. You've been there before. You look in the mirror and you're like, I cannot believe I'm so struggling with this addiction. I cannot believe I'm still in this season. Like, I'm not where I want to be. Like, I thought I'd be farther down the road. And then hashtag 2020. And I think for some of us, this year has got us stuck in our heads. I've seen some amazing leaders fall. I've seen some people that have just got stuck in a pattern that have toxicity. I've seen people have toxic thoughts that just poison the well of our lives. So today I want to dive into this, just maybe do a thought audit. If you hear a new version, you follow along with our notes, it's on there. Uh, but just kind of hang with me. Just kind of think about what you think about. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you land on this? Like are your thoughts full of worry and anxiety, like a 0 or 1? I mean, are they just peace-filled with the peace of God, a 10? Like where are you at? Like do you wake up in the morning, you're worried about your kids and your future and your job? You're worried about your health, you're worried it's going to happen this next season? Or you're like, man, God's got this. I love the t-shirt last week. God's got this. God's got this. Like I'm just going to trust him. I'm not trying to be somebody. I'm just going to trust God every step of the way. I'm just going to say, God, you got this. Today's the day. I'm not worried about tomorrow because there's enough trouble for today. So I'm just going to give it to you, God. I'm going to have that positive attitude. Man, for some of us, what's our thought process? Are we negative or are we positive? If you don't know, ask your spouse. Come on. <laughs> Are you negative? I mean, do you see the worst in people in this season? Like, are we hypercritical? Like, are we being fault finders? Some of you guys are like looking at people. Mm -hmm, yeah, <laughs> fault finder, right? Are we those positive people that see the best in others? Are you the encouragement? Are you the person that comes in and just brightens the day? Like, you're the person that comes around just like, man, it's so such a blessing to be here because I just know you're going to bring a smile on my face. Or just like, man, this is negative. Like, it's just see all the, the wrong things. Maybe in this season we're just focused on the worldly stuff. Like, just comfort. Just, just making it about ourselves. We focused on the eternal. Like in this season, it's like, I know God's got a purpose for 2020. Like, I don't know where the church is going to land at the end of this, but I know God's in it. Like, where are we at in our hearts? Like, in a serious way, like, in, introspectively, where are you? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, are you like a 1, a 5? Where's my 10s? Y'all lying if you're out there. <laughs> right? I'm nowhere near a 10, right? But we struggle so much in this season. Just all these thoughts, all these patterns in our life to struggle with what God has for us. And you say, why is this matter? And it's so important to understand this. So your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. I mean, if you're negative, guess what? You become more, somebody say positive. Okay, you're wrong, right? You become more negative, right? You've been around just a cycle that keeps driving itself into the ground. If you want to change your life, you have to change the way you think. I want you to slide a little closer to the person next to you and say, come on, slide in a little bit. You can do it. Say, I've been thinking of you. I've been thinking of you. And you can add baby on it if you want to. Come on, I've been thinking about you, baby. Come on, lovebirds. Six years? Come on. Started dating at 15 and 16 or something like that, right? Right? You didn't even say anything. You're not married yet. You giving up on each other and got married? It's not real. I love you, Trayvon. 
We're going to work on that. If, if for some reason I'm not referring to you guys. But if somebody does get married and have their first son named Sean, Trayvon. <laughs> He's like, boy, I'm going to come up there and punch you in the head right now. But hey, this is what the Apostle Paul says about the way we think. It's found in 2 Corinthians 10. We've talked about this verse in the past, but I thought it was so just important in this season, the way we're thinking. He says this, for we live in the world, we do not wage war. Somebody say wage war. We're going to wage some war. We don't wage it the way the world does. The weapons we fight with, I mean, these are supernatural weapons, not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, we have divine power. Somebody say power. 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 Somebody say it again. Say power. Power. You guys got to work on that. Power. We got power. Power in the name of Jesus. To demolish strongholds. I love this word for power. This word for power means dynamite in English. It it basically means that we have this explosive power of God to diminish the strongholds in our mind. The explosive power of God to diminish strongholds. What's a stronghold? It's it's just a it's a military fortress. It's it's a prison. This prison is built with the lies in our own lives. We're locked in there maybe by deception. One commentary said, when you're in a stronghold, you're in a prisoner, a prisoner locked by your own deception. Just the lies are locking you in the cell. What the enemy wants to do in your life in this season is just to tear you down one little lie at a time. Just to get you to believe that you're not good enough. If people knew who you really were, oh man, they, wouldn't, they would reject you. They wouldn't love you for, for who you really are. you got to be somebody different. This season wants to keep us from, from following all the things that God has for us because we're so focused on all the world around us. As the world seems like it's crumbling, but God is in the center of us, center of it all. You know, we tell ourselves, man, I can't be trusted. Like, no one's going to ever give me, give me something. Like, I'm never going to accomplish that goal. Man, I've been, I've been trying to save money, and I'm still broke. Come on, somebody. Like, I'm I just never going to get where I'm called to be. God doesn't necessarily care about, care about me. I just can't get where I'm called to go. If people knew me, they wouldn't love me. They'd reject me. My life is insignificant. And this is what Paul says about the lies. It's found in verse 5, the very next verse. He says, we demolish, we crush, we vanquish, we obliterate the arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. If anything's not from God, we're going to destroy it. Anything not in line with God's truth, this is what we do. I love this verse. We take captive every single thought. Every thought in our head. Can you imagine this morning what has ran through your head already? And every single thought we make obedient to Christ. I'm telling you, your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. I mean, where are you today? I don't know about you, but I feel like there's a lot of us, including myself, we just need to get out of our heads, amen? We need to get out of our heads. We're just stuck in this path of just lies and deception, and we just struggle so much, and we got to learn to trust God. Matter of fact, the Bible says this in Proverbs 23, 7. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so he is. Like, as you think in your head, you become who you think about you are. You're becoming as you think. The Bible says, if you think it, that's who you really are. And if you think, well, I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm not good enough. I can't make it. Then guess what? You're probably not going to make it. And if you think I can do it, you're going to find a way. Amen? There's always a third option, by the way. There's always another option. For some of you say, you know what, I'm a victim. Like a life happened to me and I'm a victim and you treat yourself in such a poor manner. And guess what, you're probably going to turn out just to be a victim in your head and in your life. But if you say, I'm overcome because of Christ, guess what, God begins to work in you. You become an overcomer. For some of you guys dwell on the problems. Come on, somebody. 2020, hashtag problems. And all we see is the negative. And we're just waiting for the next crazy thing to happen. You know, next time we go to church, we're going to be wearing goggles. Come on, dude. You've heard it all, right? 
Like you just, there's always the next thing and it's easy for to scroll the media and see what's going on and people getting arrested and all this craziness happened. You just run to the worst case scenario and we see problem after problem after problem. And guess what happens to us? We get overwhelmed, don't we? Our anxiety starts going higher. But for some of us, we can see solutions. Like you come up and you say, you know what, I don't agree with this, but you know what, here's no way we can do it. And we see a solution, all of a sudden you start to find solutions in your life. I'm telling you, your life is always moving in the strongest direction of what you think about. So what comes in your mind comes out in your life. What comes in your mind comes out in your life, no matter how much you have, no matter what your role is, no matter how much money you have to bank account, no matter how many followers you have on social media, it's impossible to have a positive life with a negative mindset. It's just impossible to have a positive life when your mind is in the gutter. Come on. It's impossible to have a a positive life when you're dwelling on all the wrong things and it bleeds out. People see it. Like your kids see it. Your family sees it. People around you see it. So I want to do want to help you guys just just have a new way of thinking. So I'm going to give you two simple things that you can do to change the way you think, to help you change the way you think. First thing is this. Don't drink the poison. Somebody say poison. Poison. All right. Don't drink the poison. There's the thoughts in our head that we have on autopilot, isn't there? There's thoughts in our head. There's default thoughts. Like, those thoughts are lazy. We just run to them every single time. So I'm going to ask you this. You've got to identify your number one stronghold today. What's your number one stronghold? Like, what's the number one lie we tell ourselves? For me, it's just I'm not good enough. Like, I don't know if it's a daddy issue. I don't know what it is. But I just don't feel good enough most of my life. Like, I don't think I have enough in there. And, you know, there's always a half truth in there because I'm really not good enough that Jesus is. Amen. But it's always twisted. I don't know what it is for you. Maybe you think your past is too bad. Like you come here today and you're like, man, God can never use my life. If, if you knew what I've been through, God wouldn't love me. You wouldn't want me back. Maybe you say it's just too hard. Maybe we say this, I can't do it. You ever said that to yourself? I just can't do this. Maybe you think about other people and say, they won't do this. Like it ain't going to happen. People will never change. We've given up on people around us. Maybe you say, well, I'll never find the job I love. I'm just kind of stuck in this routine. Maybe life is just too much. My relationship is too much. But what's the stronghold today? You got to identify it. You got to define what is your number one stronghold. Can I tell you that your poisonous thoughts are lazy? In your brain, you have neurochemical pathways being developed. And the, the ones you've already made, your thoughts just go boom like that. Just like, you know, you like run a path in the grass. You know what I'm talking about? And you're just like, oh, there's the thought. You've probably done it a thousand times. You've probably had the same thought over and over and over again throughout the day. Maybe a thousand times you've said the same thing. But I believe God has some hope for you today. I believe you can change that. Don't drink the poison. This is what it says in Romans 12, 2. It says, do not be conformed to the pattern of the world. It says, don't think like the world thinks, but be transformed. And how do we do this? By the renewing. Somebody says renewing. Renewing of the mind. It's amazing. God isn't asking you to try something. You didn't come here today, and I'm going to give you a list of things. I'm done with religion. Amen. Like, it's not all about trying. I love, I love this verse. God's just saying, just trust. Just I'm going to renew your mind. I'm just going to destroy that pathway. I'm going to take away that desire inside your life. And we're going to change the way you think and know what's going to happen. Your habits are going to change. Today you can change your mind about something in your life. And it's going to pour out in your actions and how you live out past today. So what stronghold is holding you back? It's so important to identify that. Like what is the one thing in your life? If you don't know, just ask your spouse. (laughs) But what is that stronghold that's holding you back from following Jesus? What's in our head in 2020? Like, what has got us stuck? Like, it could be something that maybe the pressure in your life pulls out. Like, your kids are driving up a wall, and all of a sudden there's something, right? And what, what is that lie we've told ourselves? Like, do we, have we given up on people? Have we given up on ourselves? For some of us, we don't think we're good enough. God can't use me. Man, I just don't know enough to, to, to follow God. Uh, my, I'm always depressed. Some of us, I'm always going to be broke. I'm never going to amount to anything. I'm not lovable. I'm not worth it. I'm not good enough. Some of us tell ourselves I'm helpless. I'm hopeless. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I'll tell you what, it's so easy to quit in 2020. 
because of all the uncertainty. And it, like, I mean, I can tell you how many times we had to pivot the church. Just I felt like every two weeks, it's like new ball game. <laughs> oh, we're not playing soccer. Okay, we're playing football today. Cool. You know, like we're going to have to change how we're doing this. And all the leadership's changing and people's schedules changing. And the school, you, this is, y'all know this, you live this every single day. And as a leader and as, a, as just anybody that's in this world today, you're struggling. Like what's coming next? And the reality is we have no idea. And can we live with that? Like, can we live with, we just don't know? And we're just gonna just trust God every step of the way? I also wanna encourage you, identify that stronghold because I believe God can change it. And this leads into the second thing. I believe this is so important for your life. Just set your mind on things above. Just set your mind on a thing of Jesus. Like stop looking at everything around you. Hashtag social media. I watch, I go on Facebook and I'm like, man, I feel worse, you know? Like, I mean, what is going on? Like so many opinions, so many division, man. I cannot wait for November 4th. Come on, somebody. Like just, there's so much happening. And it just feels like the world is running in circles and you just don't know which direction to go. And I believe you just gotta look to things above. You gotta look to Jesus. We gotta rise above what God has, has put us in front of us. And I believe this in Romans 8, this is so powerful for your life. This is one of those breakout verses for you. If you get in a moment, you get stuck in your head, this is the verse you gotta go back to. Romans 8, 5, it says this. Those who live according to the flesh have their mindset on the flesh desires, but those who live according to the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. Did you catch that? What you think about directs your life. Like if you wanna change your life, change the way you think. If you're living and if you're thinking about the flesh, you're gonna live like the flesh. But if you're thinking about the spirit and your mind is set on things above, you're gonna live out the things of God in your life. If you wonder why you're not changing, it's because you're not thinking right. And so when you get in a situation, you're stuck in your head to say, you know what, I'm gonna live by the spirit. I'm gonna live by the spirit. God, I'm choosing your path today. I know it's hard, I know it's uncomfortable, but I'm gonna follow God. And I love about this passage, it goes on to say this. It says, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Do you know to change your life, you have to try something today? Like I'm not gonna give you 10 steps to be different. I'm not gonna go 10 steps to change your mind. I, I love this verse because you're not trying, you're simply trusting. You're simply trusting. Like in any moment you can say, I'm taking that lie off the lock. I'm done with that. At any moment in your life, it's like a light switch. You say, I'm, I'm not being deceived anymore. Today's my freedom day. Today I'm setting myself free from a lie I've been living in a long time. I've given up on some people, but today I'm not gonna give up on them. For some of you, have given up on yourself a long time ago because somebody else gave up on you. Somebody else didn't see something in you that God sees in you. And today you're gonna say, you know what, God, I see what you put in me. I know I'm gifted, I'm called. I know I, when I feel weak, that through my weakness, that, you, that my power is made perfect in your strength. Some of you are gonna say, man, my life, I'm just so negative. And you're gonna look out and say, you know what, Jesus, you, you're, you've given me the joy in the Lord set before me and I'm gonna follow you every single day. I'm gonna change my attitude. I'm gonna be the happiest person in the room. Some of you guys, that's my challenge. Some of you guys, I walk in the morning and say, oh yeah, I'm doing okay, man. You know, it's like barely hanging. It's Eeyore, right? Y'all know an Eeyore. If you don't know one, it's you. Just saying, just throwing out there. But I'm not trying, I'm trusting. That's all you gotta do is just trust God with your life. The old lie that's there to say, no, we're placing that with God's truth. It's just so simple. And uh, I'll give you an illustration of what it looks like. I love telling this story. You probably heard it. It's all good. I'll tell it again. You'll probably, I'll probably tell it again. But uh, I got this car from Diane's dad. It's a Grand Am Pontiac, terrible car. Um, but it was a good price because it was like 200 bucks. It was falling apart. Diane hit everything with it and it had been scabbed together. It had different colors. Anybody got a car like that? Where's all the women? I'm just kidding. Um, I'll stop, I'll stop. Um, but anyway, 
Um, so, so I got this car, I was going to college, and uh, my dad called me up and said, hey, can you pick me up at the airport? And, uh, which is really weird, because I've never given my dad a ride anywhere my entire life, it's just not that kind of way. And uh, he didn't fly, so he's like, it's a big deal. He's like, you gotta come up and pick me up. I'm like, okay, cool. So I show up on, my, on the phone, and he's like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm right here, you can't see me? He's like, no. I'm, like, I'm in that car, that, that red and black and beat up, falling apart car. He's like, oh, I see you. Yeah, you're right there, yeah, okay. So he got his little luggage, you know, and he tries to open that passenger door, and uh, it, it was jammed shut. And uh, I'll never forget, because my dad, he's this real funny guy to mess with. And uh, I had the window rolled down. I said, you gotta, you gotta go around and, and climb over the driver's seat. He looked at me, and I don't know if I should say this at church or not, but I'll just tell you what my dad said. He, he just looked at me and said, son, what kind of date rape car is this? I mean, I can't believe you have this. What, what is wrong with you? Like, your door doesn't open? I mean, it is on and on. I mean, like a 40, yes, 45 minute drive back from the airport, right? And the whole time, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fix that door. <laughs> So I pull my driver, the first thing I get, I get that monkey bar, you know what I'm talking about. Where'd I put that? Right there in that fender and that door panel. Boom, one second. You know what, that door opened up, didn't it? And for some of you today, that's your life. Like you're, you're just one little thing away from changing your future. Like there's a lie that you've been held on to your whole life. If you've been through some kind of difficult circumstance and maybe 2020 is that one for you, there's a lot of lies that come in your head. When you get some pressure, I'm telling you, there's a voice on this shoulder and there's a voice on this shoulder in there. You gotta figure out which one to listen to. And if you don't know, can I encourage you to find other Christian leaders and you just ask them which one you should follow? If you're in a season where you're just totally dismantled, you don't know what direction to go, man, ask the people around you and take some godly advice. I've been in the pressure cooker. I've been in that season where you don't know what direction to turn, but I encourage you, there's just one simple lie that's probably needs to be unlocked today for you to open your future. Matter of fact, look at the verse we talked about earlier, 2 Corinthians 10 says this, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Man, our weapons are from heavenly power, divine power, explosive power of God to demolish the lies of Satan. It says this, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. But I love that we take captive every thought. The word to take captive, I love this. This is like a man term, right? It means you're going to go to war and you're going to arrest something. You're going to seize something by sword. And in our lives today, guess what? We got the sword of the spirit, amen? We got the power of God, the word of God. And we can take captive our thoughts. We can say, you know, that, that, that thought's not from God. Like, I am good enough. Like, I'm not good enough on my own, but guess what? God is with me. Like, I know, I know my past isn't perfect, but God has qualified me. God loves me even though I'm not perfect. We're done drinking the poison, amen? Because God has set us free on the cross. If you ever get locked in a cell, get stuck in your head, all you gotta do is look back at Jesus 2,000 years ago and say, I'm free today, amen? I'm free. In 2020, it, it wants to take us down. I'm telling you, it does. There's so much division in this time period, but we're called to follow Jesus, to wage war in our minds. Let me get, tell you what this looks like in a real practical way. By any moment, you can clear God's truth in your life. Back in 2010, we had foster kids, and we'd gone down to Birmingham, Alabama, to Vapor Sports Ministries, was the name at the time. It's Vapor Ministries. We sponsor them today. They, they feed um, hungry kids across the world. Um, we're talking 8,000 people a week. And they make a huge difference. We took our youth group down there. And uh, our, our foster kid was in youth group with us. And uh, we went to a ropes course. Uh, just had some fun the last day. Um, high ropes and different stuff. And we were driving a bus back because that's the kind of youth group we were, right? <laughs> we didn't, it wasn't no charter bus, okay? <laughs> we drove that, that school bus. That, you know, we had to keep adding more oil every couple miles. You know what I'm talking about. It always broke down kind of thing. And um, we made it back to almost Nashville. We're like right coming to Nashville. And so, somebody in the bus had noticed that our foster daughter was pretty much unresponsive. Uh, we're, we're like, what are you talking about? And she's sleeping or something. We run back to her and uh, she's not moving. 
just not making any response. And the only thing she could do if you like were to open her eyelid, which is the weirdest thing ever, is that she could remove her eyes back and forth, up and down. And so you could ask her questions, but she couldn't move any part of her body. Absolutely terrified, no idea what to do. By just providence, uh, we're right by the hospital in Nashville, like literally at the exit. And we pulled the bus off. We pulled to the ER right on the outside of the building. Some of you guys were there on this trip and literally picked her off the bus. I carried her and she couldn't move any part of her body. So she was hanging off my arms. I carried her into the ER and I'm thinking worst case scenario, like there's just something crazy wrong. I know she had a head injury a couple weeks ago. I'm wondering like, is something wrong we didn't know about? And this is it. And she gets in the ER and they start running CT scans, different stuff. And uh, we waited and just didn't know what to do. And a crazy thing, she starts like having mobility and things start coming back to normal over the next couple hours. And they can't figure out what's going on. Like they're scratching their head going, this isn't normal. Like I, I don't quite get it. Everything's come back normal on tests. Everything's working normal. And so we're there for like three or four hours and it's kind of back to normal. And we're like, what is going on? And so we get on the bus, we're driving back and uh, me and Dan are sitting there just somebody else driving on the trip. And we're sitting there and we're looking at each other going, is this gonna be a life forever? Like, is she gonna be okay? Like, is she gonna keep having episodes like every day? Like, is she gonna make it? Like, we have no idea the future, no idea. My wife, this verse came to her mind. Matter of fact, we said it earlier, go back to that Romans verse, it's a little out of order for you, but go back to that Romans verse. It says, those whose minds, if I can read this, go to the next part. There you go. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. In that moment, we had a big decision. Like, are we gonna be afraid? Are we gonna be terrified? What are we gonna do? In the moment, this verse came to my wife's mind, said that the, the living in the spirit is life and peace. I'm just gonna choose to trust God in this moment. Like, I don't have solutions. There's, I'm not enough to solve this problem in the moment of fear and anxiety, have no idea what the future is gonna hold. I'm just gonna trust Jesus. In this season, God's calling you to do the same thing. Because for us, it was a journey. Like we had no idea how long it was gonna take. We had no idea where God was gonna lead us. But I can just tell you that there was a reason that God puts us in this season because we learned something about ourselves. We just trusted God and we, we knew we were enough. Like obviously we're not neurologists. <laughs> like we didn't know how to take care of her. We had no idea what was gonna happen in her life. Can I, can I just tell you, like, there's always a part of truth and a lie. Like, because the, the, the lie part is we're not good enough. Like, we don't have enough. But the truth is we don't have enough, but we're not alone, amen? That Jesus is with us, that his spirit is in us, that God is around us, that he didn't leave us alone. He'll never leave us or forsake us. The rest of the story of truth is, yes, we're not good enough, but God has made me good. And I'm going to trust our God that he can take care of this situation, whatever it looks like, however long it takes. God has a plan. God loves her. God cares about her. God loves our family. And God is going to bring us through this season. And can I tell you, it wasn't a one day thing. That lasted months and months and months into her senior year. Tell you how crazy it is when you have a teenager that completely loses response to this at school, can't drive. We, we were sitting by her side literally 24-7. No idea what was going to happen. And uh, she got help got into a neurologist down in Children's Mercy Hospital, and they knew immediately, it was crazy. I was like, man, that was six months, wish I knew that answer. But they knew immediately what was going on and God had help she needed, God healed her, made a full recovery. But it was one of those seasons where like, okay, God, like, what are you doing? 
like what is happening. So he's kind of encouraging you today that we're not gonna try to be better. We're not gonna try to get our heads. We're just gonna trust God, amen? We're gonna trust God in this season. I don't know where you're at today. Like I don't know what lie is in your head. For some of you, you think, man, I'm not good enough. And I would say, you're right. It's only Jesus that makes you good enough. You may feel weak, but guess what? In your weakness, God is strong, amen? Some of you think, well, I've got this diagnosis and I don't know what to do with it. Hey, God knows what he's doing. God has a plan for your life. God is next to you, God is near to you. He's close enough to whisper in your ear today. He is with you every step of the direction. Some of you think, well, I'm not gifted. I, I'm not good enough. God could never use you. Can I tell you you're fearfully and wonderfully made today? I just wanna encourage you guys that Satan, man, he's got us all wrapped up in the season. And maybe it's just me, man, I'm just preaching to myself. But I'm just telling you, it feels like every other week, man, somebody's got an opinion about how this should work. Somebody's got an opinion about how the world should turn. And we're just focused on all this and we can start seeing all the problems. But I believe God is calling us out to get out of our head, amen? God is saying, I wanna change your life, just change the way you think. That God's calling us to be somebody different, to set our minds on things above. I don't know what stronghold is today, but you gotta pick a stronghold. Because today, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna wage some more, amen? This is the war for our mind and our hearts. And I believe today we're gonna win the battle. We're gonna be set free. Some of you guys are gonna open that prison cell that you've been stuck in a long time. Because I'm telling you, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking, well, there's no way I'm gonna change. But through Jesus, you are a new creation, amen? And God can renew your mind in an instant. You say, God, I'm done with that. God, you're right, I'm not good enough. Even come up on the stage like, hey, I'm not good enough, but God, you are good enough. God, you can use this. I don't know where you're at today, but I believe God is gonna set you free, amen? You guys ready to rage some more with your thoughts? Got a whole series to wage some more, but you gotta pick one thing out. You guys pick one thing, put your number up. You got one thing in your head, put number one up like this. You guys pick one thing you got picked out? You gotta pick a thing. If you leave here today, you don't pick a thing, you've lost already. You gotta pick a thing. If I go off the stage and I say, what's your thing? You better have a thing. I'm gonna ask your spouse, I'm gonna go call you. I said, I know your thing. <laughs> but I pick a thing out and say, God, this, you have a different plan for my life. Because this season, I'm telling you, it's hard. This season's difficult, but today, man, we're gonna follow Jesus because our thoughts are always taking us in the path that we think about. Father, come before you. God, thank you so much for what you're doing. God, I pray for our church. God, to be a church that's set free. God, that we won't be stuck in the lies of Satan. I wanna pray for those this morning that say, I wanna wage war today. Man, I've, I've, I've drank the poison. I've been stuck in my head, but today I won't be set free. Man, today I'm done with the poison. Today I'm gonna replace it with God's truth. I want my mind to be renewed. I'll be changed from the inside out. I want my path, my directions. I won't be excited about following Jesus. I will look at my path, my thoughts. I don't know, I'm gonna be closer to God because of this. And if that's you, David, just put your hand up. I'll be looking around and say, that's me today. Like I've, been, I've had toxic thoughts, but today I'm gonna change that in my life. If that's you, put your hand up. I see your hands across the room. Father, God, I pray for us, man, just to drop off the toxic thoughts. God, that we'd be the most joyful people in the world. Man, that people would know us by the way we love people. God, we'd see from your perspective. We'd have a heavenly mindset. God, we wouldn't get stuck in, the, in our heads. We'd get stuck in toxic thoughts. God, I pray that you break us free. God, that we'd see the way you see. God, help us to be the kind of people that just trust you instantly. God, we just say yes to you, even though we don't know what's going to happen. God, we just trust you every step of the way. We don't know where this COVID season is going to land. We don't know where politics are going to land. We don't know where racial tension is going to land. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but God, we're going to trust you every step of the way. Some of you guys need to put your faith in Jesus today. I want to talk to you for a minute. Who is Jesus? Jesus is a sinless son of God. He came 2,000 years ago and down across for your sins because he wanted to set you free. Some of you guys maybe came here today and you've been living in, the, in your own world, your own life and for yourself. And today you recognize that there's a higher being. His name is Jesus. And he died on the cross for you.
and you're tired of being in your head and you want to say, you know what, I need Jesus. I need to be different. I need to be made new. The Bible says that anybody that calls on Jesus will be saved, forgiven, transformed. I can't encourage you enough today if you walked in this room and you don't know Jesus, man, to walk out here today and know your eternity is set, that you're made free, that you're forgiven, you're made whole, that you have a purpose in your life, and you can meet your God today. So if that's you and you, say, you want to say yes to Jesus and you want to call on him today, maybe you're online, maybe you're here in this room, if that's you, just put your hand up. Just put your hand up and say, I want Jesus. Nobody looking around. I want to pray for you. I'll lead you in a prayer and just pray this to Jesus. Say, Father God, thank you so much for sending your best, to send your son Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. I Man, it's been all about me up to this point, but today I want to make my life all about you. I've been doing it my way, but today I want to do it your way. Thank you for sending your son Jesus. Man, to down a cross for my sins. I love you. Thank you for what you're doing. I praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give a shout of praise to Jesus who set us free. Get out of our heads today. Come on, give it for Barry. Come up here, Barry. He doesn't get enough love, does he? <laughs> I wrote this series really for Barry. I'm just kidding. We love you, buddy. Chris, you wrote it with him, so it's all good, right? That's <laughs> true. Hey, I want you guys to know, if you made that decision to follow Jesus, you made a decision for him today, well, I want you to know, this is not the end of something. It's the beginning of a great journey. It's a journey that's going to change the rest of your life. It's a journey we want to walk with you. We want to help you in any way that we can. So if you made that decision today, I want you to know you got two great uh, next steps. And the first one is this. Let us know about your decision by texting RLNEXT to 97000. And a team member will reach out and encourage you, tell you how much we care about you. They'll help you in any way that we can, answer any questions you might have. Second one is this, is if you're with us in person, Stop at the back of the worship center. At the back, there's a red bag. It's got a Bible in it, some other resources. Take one of those. What a great first step. What a great next step just to get your, uh, your, your, uh, your decision and just your, the next year's journey just off on the right foot. So I want you guys to know that uh, everybody else, I've got a great next step for you as always. We are launching Fall Life Groups next Sunday. Are you guys ready? It is going to be a great time. If you haven't been involved, you are missing out. And this is your opportunity to get involved, to grow relationships with people that you just didn't know before, and just a great way to grow your faith. I want you guys to know that there's going to be groups across the city, as always, different times, different places. Uh, most groups are even going to have an online option if it works out better for you uh, and your family for that. I want you guys to know, I, I just think about my life and the life groups that I've been in. It's made all the difference. And I love getting to hang out with you guys every Sunday. But in a life group, it makes all the difference. It's where your relationships grow, so they go deep. I think about, just even back to the very first life group that we had here and the people that were in it, I call each one of these people family. Even I call, I call a certain couple a mom and dad, and, uh, and that's Gogacheas. And I remember even Victor, we had, a, we had a, a person in that life group and their dad was dying. And me and Victor, we had the opportunity, we got to go hang out with this family when they were in the midst of a, just a hard time. And so there's so many of us in here, we're looking for a connection. We're looking for something to, somebody to care about us. You are not gonna find a better place than a life group for you to find somebody that cares about you and somebody that you can pour your life into as well. So today you can get signed up. Most of the groups are gonna be online. You can do that by going online at reallifechurchkc.com. Don't wait, find the spot that you wanna get into. We'll have some more come up. If you have any questions, let one of us know and we'll get any of those questions answered. I want you to know the people that run life groups, they're a generous heart and there's generosity flows and it makes a difference in people's lives. And your giving does the same way. Your generosity makes a difference in every place that we serve in the community across the world. And so God loves a cheerful giver. It's not that we have to give, it's that we get to give. And God talks about in Corinthians 
that that's an opportunity for us to do that and make a difference. As always, if you want to continue to be generous, there are three ways that you can give. And the first one is by going online at reallifechurchkc.com. You can click the giving tab. Second one is you can text any amount to 84321 or in the back, there's a box. You can drop checks, cash, whatever you want in the back there. I want you guys to check out how your generosity is making a difference through life groups. Hey, Real Life. Hey, I want you to know the difference that you are making, man, just from a simple invitation. This story is so cool. Last week, you saw Stephen get baptized. And uh, so, Stephen, I want to just talk to you about how you got connected here at Real Life and uh, maybe just kind of fill us in. I've been coming for a couple years. By the way, he serves on our team. We relaunched. Uh, he's been helping on Teardown, um, Environment Signs. But how did you get connected here? I got connected by our neighbors, the Montgomery's. They came over a year and a half ago, invited us and gave us a little card to come over to Real Life Church and it all just started from there. That's awesome. So I know Kate, so like the younger daughter, um, I know she played a part uh, in with your daughter and mm -hmm. invite your family out, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how young people can change the direction of our lives. And so your, your Caddy Corn neighbors with the Montgomery's um, been coming. And so last week, uh, he was the first one that got baptized. He wasn't nervous at all because um, we threw him in first. Uh, but first one getting baptized. Maybe tell us like, you know, what that means for you and your family and uh, how cool that moment was for you guys. Okay. It was awesome to get baptized. Um, something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I just wanted to find a church that I felt home to and uh, felt connected with. And uh, being baptized is being closer to God and felt like the right moment. And, and being a part of the life groups, it's helped me to open my heart, uh, just to unlock it and not worry about everything and just be able to know that God will help you and take the burden away. So I love you mentioned life groups. Uh, we're in a life group together. I know you've been in a lot of life groups and it's cool. It's those relationships uh, that make church home. It's really the fabric of the church. And uh, we're launching life groups. Uh, they're open the day, actually. I'm gonna give a plug, because I have to. Right. But I love to see how God's used your life. And what's really cool, maybe tell everybody what, um, what's happened with your daughter since you got baptized and kind of what she wants to do. This is Greenlee. Uh, after I got baptized, um, she said she wanted to get baptized and take that journey. How incredible is that? Like as a dad, you play such a big role in your family. And I love that you've been connected. And it's amazing that like, a young lady, Kate, invited you guys out. Right. Then God gets a hold of your heart through life groups and through serving and just being around people of God and get baptized. And then now your daughter wants to get baptized. And I love how the gospel moves in circles and uh, it's amazing, just your faith. Um, and so I wanna encourage you guys, uh, when you invite somebody, um, don't ever underestimate the power of a simple invitation. I'm sure when Kate and Kelly came over, I'm sure they didn't think like, oh yeah, next year they're gonna get baptized, you know, and then it's, you, you just never know what God's gonna do. So I would encourage you, man, have big faith in people and then invite people, uh, make a difference in somebody's life. And so um, love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, for, I'm just thankful what God's doing in your life more than anything and your family. So come on, give it up for Steven, give it for the Wilcox, Greenlee, Megan. Come on, let them know you love them. When I hear that story and I just think about the opportunities that we have, I think about the friends that I've made. Just look at it this way. In three years from now, what friends would you be missing if you hadn't been on a life group starting this coming week? It's a great opportunity to get to know somebody, a great opportunity to make friends and then make family. So I encourage you to get signed up. Hey, if you need prayer for any reason, there'll be a team member up here. We would love to pray with you right after the gathering. 
Don't forget to invite your friends and family for the next awesome message and get out of your head. That's next week at 9, 30, and 11. And as always, remember, whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. We'll see you guys next week.